Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Like I have two more. It's not one of the birds outside the cabin. Um, <laughs> that is actually the noise that Usma made on Happily Ever After this week. Um, the moment I heard it, I knew it had to be mine forever. Um, any other noises that you've heard that you think will uh, <laughs> make good theme tune music for us, uh, do let us know. We're, we've done a video of that as well, which you will find on our socials, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So please go look at the video. Um, it will make you smile. I hope... Uh, I might be blowing my own horn, which sounds like this. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we're not doing uh, 90 Day Fiancé colon happily ever after. We are doing 90 Day Fiancé UK. Um, but first, Michelle, why don't you tell us who we are? Us? We know. Tell them. Well, my name is Michelle and your name is Robin. Mm-hmm. We are a married monogamous transatlantic this is not the sister wives <laughs> podcast we don't have to like it's assumed in polite right. society it's assumed well i don't think it has to be i i mean look there are all different kinds of marriages as we can see i just think <clears throat> we can keep the introduction the same or or we can mix it up a little and i guess yeah my head is somewhere else because sister wives has been coming in real strong but anyway we so are when we do a walking dead podcast <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna say we're a married not undead couple are we gonna make that clarification why would i be talking about the walking dead michelle well um <laughs> i just want to say that it's very clear that there is a favorite um hey out now. of the two of us hey and now. uh that favorite happens to be you because 
There are several pieces of correspondence that I was in receipt of last week after um, we set a, a friendly we, wager. You set a challenge to the listening millions uh, saying that you thought that fewer than five of them would have seen The Walking Dead up to, up to a particular moment involving a dumpster. Um, I thought the bar was pretty low. That's correct. Um, Turns out. The bar was pretty low. It turns out uh, Holly from Twitter says, Sorry, Michelle, but I've watched every episode of every iteration of the 90 Day franchise and The Walking Dead. Uh, Spoilers ahead, everyone, uh, for The Walking Dead, if you plan on going back and watching it. Carl's death was the most disappointing because it was completely unnecessary and made no sense. We also have, is that you imitating a bird or Usman? Yeah, that's or? me. That's Usman again. Okay. This he one, wants to get in. No, Usman. You can't. This is from Laurie. Not, um, not the Laurie from The Walking Dead. It came back like as a ghost in Rick's head. No, not, uh, and, and spelled differently even. I think that Laurie was spelled L-A-U-R-I. I think it was L-O-R-I. I might be wrong. Really? Don't really matter. I'm she not was sure. Dead annoying. She was quite good on Prison Break. That actor. I'm What's really. Are you kidding? No, she was <laughs> terrible on Prison Break. <laughs> I'm just saying the character Lori Grimes. Yeah. Had phenomenal taste in Dick. <laughs> We're back to Bernthal, aren't we? Because... Ears you could hang on to all night. Not being funny, but... (laughs) (laughs) If I had a hall pass and he were so inclined, which he probably wouldn't be. Who would Given the state of me, but... I know. Anyway, um, not Laurie Grimes, the fictional character, uh, writes... Been watching The Walking Dead since day one. Please cover it. We have actually been to Sonoya, where they filmed multiple times. We can answer questions, and I've sent you the picture of the trophy that we won because of Walking Dead trivia. Please talk about this. (laughs) Count me as one of the five that you requested. So not only did we get significantly more than five people who watched both 90 Day Things and The Walking Dead, um, it would appear that we have the most diehard Walking Dead fans in, in the entire world. We <laughs> we really, really did. Um, this one came via... There were so many, and I sadly I can't read them all, but um, we got um, one from a from someone... <laughs> who has watched every moment of The Walking Dead to the dumpster and beyond, and they actually the teach... The world beyond. They actually teach a course in zombie <laughs> literature and media at their university. Um, and this is a twofer here. This is a... Diane is a 69-year-old woman who watches The Walking Dead. There you go. So not only does she listen to podcasts, she says... I was fucking delighted when that <laughs> dumb, dumb Rick finally took a final dirt nap. <laughs> she even went as Carol to Comic-Con. Wow. 
for a few years. Of course, that dum-dum Rick didn't really take a, a, a final nap at all and will be returning, uh, spoilers for The Walking Dead, which hasn't aired yet, in a new show with Michonne. Because Denai Guerrero um, obviously isn't making enough money from Marvel. She says, P.S., shit on Ibsen, Robin, but Ooh. don't come for Ionesco. Oh, I don't know what that is, and I feel real dumb. I feel dumb too. Should I Google it? <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll just leave this rolling while you Google something. That's fine. Other uh, people do it all the time. Yeah, that's true. Um, I will fill in by saying it's a very weird way to start this podcast, but I think you all enjoyed that challenge. And Michelle's, uh, <laughs> uh, we never decided like if if she won that wager, then we were going to take like ballroom dancing uh, lessons. Her penalty for failing in that wager is that we are seriously contemplating uh, podcasting the final ever episode of The Walking Dead. So so stay tuned. That may be the price she has to pay. Yeah, I might have <laughs> to sit through that. Um, but it's okay because probably only the characters that I hate will still be alive from the time that I stopped watching. So it'll be all right. Yeah, you won't know who anyone is at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway, thanks for that, everyone. But Johnny B might make a reappearance. He did make a reappearance in the episode where Rick didn't actually die. As a ghost? No. It's a sort of weird, um, as like an inspirational vision in Rick's head, sort of trying to get him to keep going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was he like, please keep going? I'm fucking your wife. Yeah. It kind of wasn't. No, he actually goes, and this is so many spoilers. It's actually, please keep going. You know that girl that you've been raising all along. We both know she's mine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Long live Judith. Little ass kicker. This has gone off. Honestly, it takes two to tangent and all that. But this is, uh, this is a long way in. Um, (laughs) But that's all right. That's how we roll. Eugene Ionesco was a Romanian French playwright. Oh, right. Fine. So I, d- I definitely didn't come for him or indeed Eugene from The Walking Dead. Right. That's enough of that nonsense. <laughs> I'm taking my coat off. Do you mind a few noises off mic? We, um, the weather's turned here in Blighty. Uh, if you remember, just a few short, short weeks ago. Um, it was too hot. There were rivers of lava. Um, we've now been plunged north of the wall weather-wise, and um, except I was expecting it to be really cold out here, and it's really hot. That's not interesting at all, is it? No. No. Afraid not. No. Have we got any other housekeeping to do? Um. If you now we are one episode away from the ninety day fiance UK finale, which means possibly not that we know that there's twelve episodes because we definitely don't know that. Right. Which means that there is still a chance for you to write a review on your platform of choice, the ones that make us laugh, cry, um aroused. Aroused will get a tote bag made by yours truly. Now, we've narrowed that the um what the tote bags will feature down to three things, is that right? Excuse me, four things. Four things. Okay. And you may even give a choice to the eventual winners. If you want to find out what they are, um check out our socials. I think we've got some polls running. Yeah, on Instagram and Twitter. So we've got I believe the contenders are uh 
our logo, you know, which is which you worked very hard on very and is hard excellent. On. If you guys, there, there are like little hidden if you zoom eggs. in on the picture, there are so many cool little details that you m- may have missed. So have a look at that. Um, there's uh, if you want boom boom, then and keep clean. clean. Yep. Yeah. Um, there is entry level seafood hike, my personal favorite, <laughs> which is my favorite. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember the other one, so it's probably between. Those. Yeah, must have been good. Uh, <laughs> must have been very memorable. Um, hey, leave us a review; you might get a bag. So, uh, should we should we start the recap of the actual show? We should, uh, because we are well into this, aren't we? Um, it's um, it's our final goodbye, I think, to some of these couples. I dare say. Neither we nor the rest of the world will ever see them again. Um, But you never know. You never know. They might come back. They might not. But I think this might be the curtain close for a couple of them. Yeah, possibly. I can't see them putting a button on uh, another button, you know? Yeah. Um, Congrats to Caleb and Marvin, by the way, on their engagement. Yeah. Yeah, we were delighted. I think we went out on a bit of a limb, didn't we, last week, um, saying that um, <laughs> let's not confuse an engagement with a marriage and it is entirely reasonable for them to get engaged at this point. And we were delighted to see them do it. And I hope they get to spend more time together now they're engaged because that makes everything much easier. And I hope their love solidifies and I hope they have a very happy life. Yes. Yeah. Especially since we've we've been binging a bit of Maths UK recently and yeah. none of those marriages look like they're they gonna are last. All fucking disasters. Just because we're not um covering it doesn't mean we're not watching it. Um they're still up to their old tricks though, I think. Um not showing us things that are really important. Like really important things are happening off camera, and you just think when you build a house and make people live in it and install cameras in it and stuff, maybe get this stuff on on tape. So, yeah, the narrative is still badly represented to the audience. Yeah. So I'm glad we're not covering it because, honestly... It's I, a real disappointment. Yeah, I mean, it's very good television, but I think it's impossible to, to podcast about because... It's, it's hard to parse out. Like I've said before, what we love so much about Married at First Sight Australia is that when things happen outside the world of the show, for example, when, um, you know, secret boyfriends and girlfriends come out of the woodwork, when there's rumors about infidelity, they bring it onto the couch yeah. at the commitment ceremony. They're having people talking about it, but like the experts aren't calling them on it. No, and it's, they talk around, anyway. Yeah. You're probably not watching that anyway, so you're not uh, interested. I have a, um introduction to our first couple. Um, <gasps> and this might not work. Have you recorded a song like Usman? Yeah, it, it goes, The itsy bitsy spider <laughs> went up the water spout mm-hmm. down came the rain Shh. and you're gonna get rid of that right no it's horrible i'm saying i'm gonna release it i'm gonna put it on youtube no yeah where everyone goes to listen to nursery rhymes with their kids they probably do on 
Every, we are so tangency, but that's fine. Everyone was clowning on her for uh, for for thinking this is a, a money spinner, and it is. I mean, it really is. I think it's a completely. Um, look, it may be a saturated market, but you know what's also a saturated market? Everything else people go to provincial singing teachers to learn how to do. Well, you know what my theory is, which is that production just said to her, look, we can't afford Faith Hill. We can't afford <laughs> Patsy Klein. So yeah. give this all a rest. And uh, it's between the Cole Porter songbook or <laughs> Mother Goose bitch so well, don't go fucking with the itsy bitsy spider uh, <laughs> estate because they are litigious he owns all the rights to that simon s spider esquire maybe the cure owned the rights to that song i don't get the reference what did i just figured the cure owned the rights to any songs about spiders no do they have a song about spiders uh, kind of lullaby oh okay sure God, this train has gone on candy floss far legs. off the track. Spider-Man comes. Um, call me a nationalist. I would never. Because I am tired of people butchering the Spanish. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it took me a minute. Bleak. <laughs> you know how jokes are funnier when you contextualize them. Whoa. Um, y'all. Today's genocide <laughs> joke is brought to you by Michelle, and the show is sponsored by the letter WTF. So the absolute worst conflict in Spanish history was the Spanish Civil War. Bro. Um, when the Republicans and the Nationalists fought, and it, you know, basically Francisco Franco was a monster, but surprise, so were the Nationalists. Oh my word! Because they joined up with Hitler and Mussolini, didn't they? Certainly did. That's yeah, right. people went to uh, fight fascists a long time before the Second World War. How is this relevant? <laughs> Be- because I. Uh, I constructed this very carefully, but obviously didn't think it all the way through because I was just like butchering Spanish, butchering Spanish. And that's oh, where I, oh, yeah. Oh, Katie and Liz. Yes, ah. exactly. Okay. We got there in the end. Yeah, we did. Um, good. Um, there isn't a whole lot to say apart from the fact that the wedding will be in Mexico and Alejandro is planning it. It won't be a Catholic wedding, uh, which is great that that wasn't strong but well, it's not great that it won't be a catholic wedding nothing wrong with a catholic wedding but it's great that it wasn't strung out for ages i get really uncomfortable with this whole you're a different religion from me storyline that sometimes like stretches on and on and on it was just nice for it to be uh, i thought about converting but it feels a bit disingenuous Is that okay yeah it's fine everyone loves you yeah and i it sounds like they're gonna have their future children raised in Catholicism. Probably so. all Papa and Mama Alejandro really care about. And I'm very, very open-minded and reasonable of Katie. Because, hey, guess what, y'all? These are two normal, nice people. Yep. Yep. Um, That's how normal, nice people come to decisions and solve problems. Also, Grandma Liz met her husband on a blind date. 
possibly on the UK TV show Blind Day wasn't clarified. I doubt that very much um, because Blind Date hasn't been on for 51 years. Well, she met her husband 50 years ago. You weren't sure because uh, Grandma Liz says something like, we've been together in that sort of dropping all of the the vowels way that they charmingly do up there um, for 50 years. And you were like, is he still around? We couldn't actually tell him. No, we couldn't figure out. If you are fluent in... Yorkshire. Yorkshire, please let us know. And that's not us uh, clowning on Yorkshire. We literally don't know. Because we honestly the- couldn't tell her. She said, we have been together or we were together. And we went back and, you know, hey, Gareth with the Discovery Plus apps did not help us with rewinding. No, because the captions were wrong. Fuck you, Gareth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but we tried and we're not sure. My suspicion is that... that Papa Katie's not currently with us, but we don't know. I can't tell because they, in the north of England, not just Yorkshire, but in many places in the north of England, they, the, the past and present tense are interchangeable. So she were poorly. Yeah. Could mean she was, that's a terrible example. That is a bad, that yeah, all, that's a that's bad example. I'm sorry. Tense. Yeah. 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 Um, don't worry about it. People use the present tense when they mean the past tense. Yeah. Like, but people do that everywhere. Like, you know, so he's walking down the street and a piano falls on his head. Is past tense, but present tense. The English language is a flipping nightmare. Um, for anyone that isn't native, it's such a hard language. You can just change shit and break all the rules and it's fine. Yeah, I think I have heard that Russia, Russian is the only other language that's as difficult to learn as English. Prussian. Prussian, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an in-joke. We'll let you in on it one day. That's an in-joke just for us. Um, Prussia! So, Callum and Marvin. Marvin makes a nice dinner for everyone. He was going to be a chef, but it was too hot in kitchens. That's something I can relate to. I'm very heat sensitive and could never work in a kitchen. Yeah, I I reckon it must get pretty toasty in a Seychelles kitchen. Yes, but the food looked very nice. Do you think in the Seychelles they have a different version of she sells seashells on the seashore? That is a great question. She sells seashells in the Seychelles on the seashore. Can't do it any quicker than that. No, I couldn't either. (laughs) Certainly not. Um, You know, not much to take the piss out of here, apart from the fact that they put the... Now, I don't... I wasn't a big fan of the the asphalt picnic. Um, I think they probably weren't allowed to film inside the castle. You put the idea in my head that they... That the reason why the ring was on his right hand was because they were mirroring uh, that shot in the edit. And I know what you're Uh, thinking. Why would they do that though? People do it all the time. I do do it with photos sometimes. I'm like, that doesn't look right on that side. I'll just mirror it. And although you think even if it's mirrored, it wouldn't look like that. It sometimes can do it. And it's quite hard to get your head around it. It's all like timey-wimey shit. I find it incomprehensible that the ring as it appeared to do, went onto Callum's right-hand ring finger. And then miraculously, it's on his left-hand ring finger later. Like someone pointed out, like, that's wrong. 
Well, for somebody who is like super into being proposed to yeah. and has expressed interest in very little else in yeah. the time that we've gotten to know him. Um, and for the record, I don't think that's because he doesn't have any interests outside of being proposed to. It's just they dropped us in late yeah. and took us out pretty early. Kid had a dream. Yep. Uh, dream was fulfilled. They went back to his mother's beautiful modern home in it's quite a nice house, Perth. Yeah. Really nice house. Yeah. Very tastefully decorated and celebrated with some champagne. She still got her reservations, but again, I think as you have said many times, this is really about allowing them yeah. more time together. Yeah, everyone who's like, eh, it needs more time. Well, this is how they get more time, motherfuckers. Leave them alone. Exactly. So congratulations to them. If you're listening, Callum, we, we think you're a lovely young man and we think your boo is a lovely young man too. Um, and we really wish them the best. I, I don't know if we'll see him again. I think that's it for this season. Right. I think so too. Um, I'd also like to mention them. We did a poll on Twitter and Instagram and they, Callum and Marvin tied with Katie and Alejandro for who would you most want to plan your wedding? Yes. So have a think guys. People might want you to plan their weddings. I, if I could have anyone, if we were going to get married again, uh, and I could have anyone plan my wedding. I think I'd have Brittany from Life After Lockup. Which Brittany? Uh, the one with Ray. Okay. Because her ideas are just spectacular. Um, the, <laughs> instead of flowers, the bridesmaid should uh, carry candles. Because there's no better idea than giving children fire <laughs> to walk down an aisle with. I don't think she's going to have children at her wedding. Oh, you think it'll be full-grown bridesmaids? Yeah. But she had little security guards for the ring bearers. Oh, God. Please, let's not talk about that. I get, <laughs> I, I get hives... <laughs> Thinking about how tacky people's weddings are. And if we really want to talk about tacky, gender reveal wedding cake. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I mean, that show is dark, but that was that took it to new depths. Yeah, it did. Anyway, um, speaking of two people who, as far as we know, are not in any legal trouble whatsoever. No. Sean and Victoria. Oh, yeah. Now, I want to stick up for Victoria here and say that her communication has improved massively. She's saying, she's starting sentences with, this is what I heard, dot, dot, dot. Is that what you meant? Yeah. So she's using reflective language in order to um, infer the meaning, or sorry, determine the meaning of of what he's actually saying. So the whole Victoria and Sean plotline, I hate to say, and look, we love our pals at Discovery Plus and um, and the production company and everything, and we've got no bones with anyone, but this particular plotline is a dumpster fire. It's a dumpster fire. We should clarify, the reason it's a dumpster fire is because Sean has been talking a lot 
um, in the subreddit. Now, I can't speak to the allegations that he's made against the production company, and right. I don't want to because, frankly, I really don't want to be involved in any of that. No. If you all want to look into that yourselves, you are most welcome. But Robin and I are not going to... What I will say is in this day and age, you can't you can't just pretend that a show like this exists in isolation. You can't. Any more than you couldn't pretend that going back to the days of Lost, that people wouldn't talk about it on the internet and how your show, people are going to solve the clues. And, you know, television is a collaborative form now, right? It's not, right. A, it's not a passive thing. Like, And we're part of that, aren't we? Mm-hmm. You know? So there is more than just the show, right? But if you are going to play these dangerous games of manipulating and guiding a story to such a strong degree... The cast will not play ball anymore, no matter how strong your NDAs are. It just it, and and the audience won't either. And it's just a really dangerous game. Now I don't know that that's what's happened, but this is the fucking mess you can get into if you even take chances with the audience being suspicious of what they're seeing on screen. I just I don't want to add any fuel to the fire. My yeah. attitude is that that's not. You know, that's not really for us to speak on because we also no. don't have any evidence of no, that. No, 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 we don't. Apart from, I mean, last week's then was a little bit troubling with the, the Eurostar thing and everything. But Sure, but, but, but that's different. Sean's gone way off piste and, and you know, I, I can trust a word he says. What I will say is that it sort of ruined the whole storyline for me. I honestly, I don't feel confident in any opinion that I have of anyone. And I don't know who is responsible for ruining things in that way if it's sean if it's you know the people who make the show if it's someone else i don't know but i will just say i don't have very much faith in any of my opinions and so i'd rather not express them victoria please come on the show yeah i mean i'd love another perspective because everything that we're getting from everyone else is a mess yeah me too and i what i will say is i think victoria has a degree of grace and i don't think she's come out of it brilliantly and i'm not sure that's fair so hey we're always here well i've been on her side from the beginning right um not the side that uh does her hair no um because i think she needs to rethink that but i think now that she's seen herself on television, she probably has understood that it's not that a uh, fringe is not something you can cut yourself at home. Right. I'm um, I'm not a fan of her nervous laugh at the end of sentences, which I feel is a bit passive aggressive and shuts down conversation. But these are not massive character flaws. No, I don't think at any point, I I just think these are things that you can grow from and perhaps see reflect about and learn from and be like, actually, I don't let people respond when I say something. I just make that laughy sound and it makes them feel stupid. And so they get awkward. Right. But she, she can learn that. But I've never seen her do a mean thing. I'd like to go on the record as saying that. I've never seen Victoria be mean or nasty. That's right. Right? All I've seen is a woman who wants a successful relationship. Yeah? Yes. And has given a lot, right? So I think she's a good person, but I just think she's a good person who's come out of a bit of a stinky segment, and it's a shame. And it's not the cheese you smuggled over the border that stinks, Victoria. Well, you never know. (laughs) 
or the miso soup. Or the miso soup. I, again, I look. Yeah, look, we'd be talking about it. We'd be talking about the whole miso soup thing. But Sean did his own mm. talking about the miso soup thing. And now talking about that is ruined for me. Yeah, it feels, it That's doesn't feel I'm right. Saying. What I will say is well done, Victoria, for making a sensible decision as regards a marriage proposal. Yeah. And saying, you know what? I don't think we're ready for this. I'm not sure that's what you really want. I have observed that there are differences in how we envision our future. Yeah. And I have, now that I've been made aware of those, I'm going to make decisions in accord, in accordance with what's right for both of us. That's right. And she has won, you know, a tote bag. As opposed to, <laughs> I promised myself a present, i.e. a marriage or a wedding usually. I promised it and I won't deny myself that, which is what people usually do on these shows. Exactly. So um, well done for being one of the smartest people ever in the 90-day universe, yes. frankly, Victoria. Well done. And again, Victoria, please come on the show. Also, don't block the stairs at Euston Station. It's really yeah, disruptive. I used to work at Euston Station. And my God, if anyone would be standing on those stairs, they get the Richard Ashcroft treatment. Yeah, those... There's, there's not enough of them. It's really narrow. There's not enough of it's them. It's a bottle. It's a really narrow staircase. Yeah. So you can barely get your suitcase over and it. It's steep. always crowded. Yeah. They're really steep. And even in summer, I swear to God, there are patches of ice on those stairs. Yeah, it's grim. <laughs> it is the grimmest station in the United Kingdom, except, and why not piss off some more people from parts of the country, except Wigan. Yeah, that's right. Come for me, people from Wigan. You know what? I have thoughts. You know what, though? They're not going to come for you. They're going to come for me. Oh. Anytime we talk about um, some regional shit, I will get <laughs> a DM or something saying, this isn't how you said it is. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. No, nah, it's just me. I'm the arsehole. Come, come for me. Um, Sorry, and... by the way, my phone weight made a weird noise noise there it's on silent and everything but it has its own thoughts and feelings he's playing pokemon the whole time you guys <laughs> i'm the one with i have written all these notes hey, i've I, come up with all these hugely relevant yeah. historical uh, spanish, civil, spanish war civil war references. jokes yep. about um, genocide <laughs> <laughs> hey i just went lucky friends with alfie What's lucky friends? Well, it means that, like Sean, I might one day get myself a, a lucky 100 IV Mewtwo. Okay. That's very inside baseball. <laughs> um, on to Emma and Hossein. Yeah. Now, this has a lot of good meat in it. I mean... So much meat. This is a delicious... Um, skewer of all kinds of strange things. Persian delicacies. Um, Emma travels to Turkey with her beautiful daughter, Kenzie. And the bloke, we can't remember how he's involved. Yeah, we're not sure whether he's like a cousin or, or an imaginary friend. A friend. I, I, do, can was... everyone see that guy? <laughs> <laughs> what was the old cartoon, Older Than Me? I think it was like a 60s thing. And there was like a, a sort of quite a fluffy alien sort of guy who would sort of be buzzing around. 
and the characters would talk and he was from like space but he wasn't really there was that on the jetsons it's like and it was that. like the little green maybe Martian it was a spin-off guy? of the jetsons yeah was it yeah i sort of vaguely remember that i think he is an imaginary friend and i think this is all a mass delusion i don't think i've ever he- heard him talk he might have talked right back at the beginning when we first met him, but he's just always there. Yeah, he's around and maybe it's he, so He might weird. be Kenzie's emotional support Speaking companion. of emotional support, I have to share this story. <laughs> I was walking the dogs today and this girl who was, you know, about 10 years old or under came up and, you know, said, oh, can I, can I pet the dogs? And I said, yeah. Anyway, we're having a chat and she said that she was looking after a dog at home. And I asked her about that dog and she goes, yeah, the dog, he really likes, uh, he really likes people, but he hates clothes. And I said, what do you mean? And, and she's like, well, he picks it up and just rips them off. And I was like, oh, really? And she goes, yeah, he, uh, he ripped my dad's pants off. Bye. And then she just ran away. Now, we should clarify for our transatlantic friends. Right. right? Pants, pants does not underwear. mean pants. Pan- yeah. Pants is your, yeah. your skimpies. Anyway, I thought that was utterly charming. It's the brevity, isn't it? With it kids? is. It's they the know brevity. exactly that. They're the not comedic just... timing with children. It's the timing and yeah. also they know bizarrely. Maybe girls are different because we have a boy. Um, girls seem to know when to end the conversation. Alfie doesn't know when Alfie to end the conversation. Alfie does not know when to... A chitterbug. Yeah, he is a chitterbug. The chitterbug. Oh, man. Um, the chitterbug. Anyway, Emma's traveling to Turkey in her yellow co-wards. Um, <gasps> I don't remember the context of this quote, but I have written down... Go run down the street naked and slap someone in the face with your penis. Yeah, I don't remember the context for that. Now either. I remember. It was she said <laughs> Hossein does whatever his mum wants oh, him to. Th- I doubt his mum wants him to do that. I don't think his mother We've wants him her. to do that at all. We've not met her. He's blowing up his mum's phone though, isn't he? Well, is it his mum that he's calling? Oh. Do you think it's his handsome friend? You know, um, uh, I wish I could. Can you s- tell me where the gym is and whether there'll be any attractive gentlemen in there? I never want to um, label anyone or make assumptions. Uh, and I'm not saying that just because sparks don't fly with Emma, right. that automatically means you're not interested in women in general. No, and, and neither of us are the official owners of any kind of DAR, right? Right. Right. We don't have any gifts. No, we certainly don't. But Well, actually, I do have a gift. You do have a gift, don't you? Um, we'll talk about that some other time. <laughs> My gift, everyone, is that when presented with a photograph of any man, um, I can readily determine whether he can perform well uh, oral sex-wise. He has to be heterosexual. Right. Or at least bisexual and enjoys women. Right. Um, And I can tell you you know, whether he enjoys it and whether he's any good at it. So by all means, uh, send in pictures of men, uh, (laughs) fully dressed, please, to our socials, and Michelle will give you a reading. 
No, I charge for that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't say for free. Um, Before yeah. you swipe right, <laughs> swipe that picture over to at Blighty Day and we'll we'll let you know whether it's worth your time. I, you know, I might do it every now and then, but it's like, look, much like our friend Jake Anthony, a.k.a. Poodle of Reality Gaze, this is not a gift that I asked for. Oh, no. This was bestowed upon me. It's a curse, really. Yeah. Do you think I want to know about... Chaz from Love After Lockup. <laughs> oh, he! I'm sure he is deeply committed. He's terrible. Oh yeah, he's terrible, but he won't stop. It's so ugh. Look, nobody wants to curse. think about it. Honestly, it's a curse. It it's, really is. It's like being Carrie, really, isn't it? Yeah, or like that lady who could see ghosts and they would like tell them tell her how she died how they died yeah can you guys tell it's getting late (laughs) um anyway Anyway, we're in turkey we're all on a lovely holiday in turkey yes um emma speaks to him in an accent that i don't want to repeat this is it that's the temptation the temptation is for one of us to do that right so I th- I feel it could be a crime to do- I don't know. I have absolutely no desire to do that. And listen, on a slightly serious note, I used to think that the 90-day multiverse was really a show about radical feminism because every heterosexual man on to appear on this show almost without exception has been pretty awful yeah um there are yeah, like true. i said of course there's exceptions over the over the years but it's even the ones least, you root for are still kind of dickheads it's at least 80 20 yeah you know there's never i can't think has there been a single perfectly reasonable man ever on any of the shows i'm sure there has been but i can't think of any at the moment who's the one with Cara? the Central. Oh, Guillermo. Guillermo. Yeah. I don't think I have any problems no, at all I with like Guillermo. No, I like Guillermo. But he is rare in that regard. Yeah, very much so. And, and well, and he's not American. Right. I'm trying to think if there are any American. Well, I you mean, didn't say that. You were just saying that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But so I used to think that it was sort of a radically feminist show on the sly because right. it was about showing up all these entitled you know, creeps who are trying to, um, hoodwink these naive women. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, but now I'm kind of reaching critical mass when it comes to like the Kim Bollies and the Angelas of this world. And I'm freak show women that are, yeah. But that's what this is. No, I'm not calling women freaks. I'm saying that they are looking for people that are so odd or unpleasant. But it's it's always one or the other. There's there are then you get the KDs, you know? Then it, yeah. and that's what's been so fucking refreshing about I this know. season. Or at least it started off that way. That there were just and I th- I think I think Bridie and Host, you know? I mean God, I miss them. But yeah, of like course. she's a little bit crazed, but 
relatable. Yeah. Emma's not relatable. No, this is... Kenzie is relatable, her daughter. Kenzie sits Hussein down and has a more mature conversation with her than her mother does at any point. I really like her. I like her too. I'm just sad that she's... We have another parentified child. Yeah. You know? I'm never comfortable with... And some people weren't... um, ultra comfortable with the way that she greeted Hussein. I didn't really see anything sinister in that. Because she hugs him. She jumps up and gives him a big hug. I thought it was adorable. Can we just let children be children? Yeah, I, if I really you think don't think there was anything then sinister that's there. very, very much your problem. Um, so Emma and Hussein go out for dinner and she's talking in her weird, like, cartoon villain voice about not like i'm i'm what trying to we get to what it is it's it's slightly arnold schwarzenegger it's slightly dexter from dexter's yeah Lab. there's bits of boris and natasha from rocky and bullwinkle again there's some dracula <laughs> yeah but cartoon but like more like count chocula than yeah. dracula <laughs> <laughs> It is... There's some Borat. Yes. There's some Phone Jacker. Um, any of you American people that have never seen Phone Jacker, by the way, I thoroughly recommend you track it down on the internet. Um, what's the name? Kayvan Novak? Yes. K-A-Y-V-A-N-N-O-V-A-K. So he that's is, Nandor from What We Do in the Shadows. Yes. He is a phenomenal talent. A particular phenomenal voice talent. Yes. He did this uh, show on British TV, um... Which were, it was a little bit like, anyone that goes back will remember like the Jerky Boys. And just that there was always a great American culture of prank phone calls. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, And um, he just took that art form to the next level. Some of those characters, I mean, you listen to them now and Yeah, some of the, I wouldn't. Some of the um, stereotypes are a little bit Yeah, but the talent, the talent's incredible. He's got a tremendous talent and he's also really hot um anyway speaking of tall persian men (laughs) yeah yeah uh with the biggest penis in the world yeah spoiler for episode stop it don't (laughs) no one wants to be spoiled on that um she said she needs now this is where I totally forgot about this. I'm grouping her in with other white ex- exceptionalists and I ought not to because I forgot about this moment that has never happened on the American iteration of this series Ooh, ever. Okay. Which is Emma says she needs to learn more about his culture. She did say that, didn't she? And not take things personally. Yeah. I can like mm, I almost want to recount what I said a moment ago about, you know, the I, I look, you all know me better than this. I didn't mean freak show as in these people are freaks. I'm saying that their eccentric elements are highlighted for, you know, television. For the purposes yeah, yeah. of and it being outrageous. Yeah. And I think you all know me well enough by now that what I really go for is like the true narratives of a love story or real hatred or something. But th- this kind of artificial bullshit is less appealing. Okay. Um, but yes, I, I sort of take it back because right from the start, there, there is a humanity to Emma. She's better than just that. I think she is too. Yeah. And I think she, I 
think she really does want love. And I think that she has is deep enough into this delusion that she honestly believes that but it's just something the can evolve from it's, this. Things like that are so damn yeah, weird. It's, it awful. Is, it's hard. It's hard to take her both seriously and not as a cartoon character when some of what she does is so cartoonish. I just can't imagine um I just can't imagine Angela, for example, <sighs> saying let's not raise the specter of that. Okay. Well By the way, I will just say I think she is the worst of those two terrible people that are currently on our TV. I think she's worse. I have a varied opinion about Angela um, because it's it's hard for me. Now, do I condone the way that she treats Michael? Absolutely not. Not at all. There is nothing acceptable about the way that she that she treats Michael. I hate watching it. And if it were up to me, we would speed through those segments when we do watch it because they, yeah. they make me so uncomfortable. It's really unpleasant. Um, but it does come from a place of pain rather than a place of hate. But I sort of don't care. The fact that it's gone this long without any kind of intervention or anyone pulling her up on it is really disappointing to me. Really disappointing. And it's difficult because Skyla, her daughter, will pull her up on, you know, hypocritical behavior like with social media and things like that. But her perspective is still, in my opinion, a really racist one. Yep. And it's not a, regardless of whatever pain you have in your heart. No and I'm sure that she has loads of it. You can't treat people like that. And we have to stop acting as though people are entitled to take their pain out on others and make others suffer because of what they've been through. Yeah, it's We not, have to stop normalizing that. I couldn't agree more. We will, we'll cover that show, right? We'll get to it. And we'll give you all our opinions on Angela. Um, she just popped up, didn't she? Like a particularly angry Veruca. Let's yeah. pop it back down again until another day. Whack-a-mole style. <laughs> <laughs> um, ow. <laughs> so the next day they go to the registry office um, in Antalya. Is that where they are? Yeah, I think so. Um, Am I saying if, that right? If you were going to go and visit important civic um, institutions and you wanted to make a good impression, maybe even fast-track your desire to have a wedding on very short notice. Um, any particular thing that you think would really seal that deal, like attire-wise? Um, I would almost certainly dress like the title character in The Orphan. I would definitely have those yeah. weird pigtails. Yeah. I would be, I would be dressed like a haunted Victorian doll. Yeah. No question. I would wear um, a pair of sunglasses that looked like <laughs> the negative image of Bono on stage during the Zoo TV tour. That's what, you know, a pair of fly, white fly sunglasses that make me look like I'd seen a picture of Kurt Cobain once and I thought that perhaps I could be him. What a 
dickhead. Nope. There are two people who can wear the style. Now, the ones that Hossein was wearing were square. They the were. Kurt Cobain sunglasses are round. And the I, only I, I, two people who can get away with that are him. Harry Styles. Well, Harry Styles can wear anything. And, uh, of course, um, oh, what's his name? Daniel Levy from what? Schitt's Creek. Oh, I thought you meant the chairman of Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. He wouldn't look... There's two people laughing right now. Daniel, that Daniel Levy would look terribly like. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think Is his Evan, name Daniel Levy? Yeah. Okay, all right, good. Yeah. Um, I think Evan Dando from the Lemonheads wore those before Kurt did. And no one cares. Does anyone care about Daniel Johnston? Oh, I do. Yeah, I do too. That yeah. was such a good documentary. Yeah. God bless. Yeah. May he rest. Yeah. May they all rest. Is Evan Dando still alive? Evan Dando's fine. Okay. Glad you're okay, Evan Dando. <laughs> Shame about Ray. <laughs> um, yeah, so they get bad news um, from this gentleman, which is that uh, they are backed up. They are chock full of foreigners trying to get married in that. their fair city. I love that. Think you're special, motherfuckers. <laughs> Yeah. You think these cameras are going to help you? They are not. Steven with a V was just here. (laughs) And we have had enough complaints about him. He had a... We're still clearing cats out of the building. We're still clearing cats out of the the building. Yeah, we've had enough. He he ruined it. He ruined it for everyone. (laughs) Um, so yeah, we are Dar- Darcy and Stacy blew through here on the way back from Bodrum. <laughs> Turkey has had enough of the ninety day anniversary. Yeah. They reject uh, any such suggestions <laughs> of marriage. Um, now, here's my suspicion. We've all seen the um, Hussein on his phone at the wedding, right? Because they chose. I think even episode one. Yeah. Like yeah. this season on. Yep. They showed that scene. It's a good scene, right? And I understand why they want to do it. And because of that, everyone's assuming that this will all pan out. And it's quite rare in the back straight like this that stories don't get resolved. Like, this is a part one and two cliffhanger for them, which is kind of weird, right? They're the, the couple that straddles the, the yeah. final two episodes, not that we know there's 12 episodes. And that, that seems really odd. But everyone's like, oh, it must uh, pay off. I have a feeling that the old switcheroo is going to be played on us. We're going to come out of this feeling really deflated because my guess is that they just have a ceremony. Mm. I reckon they can't get an official. I, they want us to believe that an opening suddenly miraculously appears or they go somewhere else and have a wedding. My money, and I haven't got much, my money is that um, what we are unfortunately going to end up with next week, this awful wedding, right, I don't think it's going to be an actual wedding. And I think they're just going to go to a different district. We shall see. Because, um, yeah. Who I knows? I ain't flipping ballroom dancing if I'm wrong, I'll tell you that. No, and uh, I am cowed. I I have my uh, huge plate of crow that I need to eat the, now that I've been shown up. The bell is round your neck. Yeah. <sighs> It sure is. And you are chewing that cud. I sure am. All right. Um, Anyone else? 
No, I think oh. that's. I think we're home and hosed. Do we as have the to stop podcasting? Goes. I'm having fun. Can we just carry on? All yeah. Night? Well, well, we're carrying on to sister wives next. Oh. Well, maybe I'll go to bed. We'll see. <sighs> Find out in the next exciting installment of Blighty Day Fiance. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcast. It doesn't have to be a five-star review, um, but it would sure help us if it was. Um, yeah, if you're one of those people that hacked into LastPass and you can find a way of hacking into like Apple and, and giving us a six-star review, go for it. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what to write, just write, um, see you soon. See you soon would be good. Yeah, see you soon with a couple of X's and O's. And may- maybe tell tell Alfie, well done for getting on school council. Yes, we our, are. Our little politician. We're very be afraid, happy to everyone. report. Now, if he, guys. If he pursues that career, we're all fucked. The Americans will appreciate this. Um, our child's school has positions, these elected positions that include head boy and head girl. <laughs> Don't. And no, I'm not trying to be, I think it's weird. And then, and then there's this, there's prefects. Yeah. So do you want to explain that? Prefects are like the Stasi of the criminal, uh, the criminal, the, 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 the child world, essentially the secret police working for the teachers. Um, you know, spying. So, like, you might get a knock on the um, on the slide so in at, the night. At my school, we had safety patrols, right? It's, and it, you could like yell at people for running and and stuff. Yeah, is that? Yeah, okay. But they might so, get you to do some other stuff too. But what about head boy and head girl? I mean, I'd say it's what it sounds like, but it also sounds like something I do not want to approach. Um, it, it literally is like, it's, you know how um, the Pope <laughs> is an intermediary between God and the masses? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like that if the teachers are God and the students are the masses. Okay. It's something in between. It's the conduit. It's like the the representative of the student body in higher circles. My mate was head boy at my school. And what it meant is that he could basically tell the teachers, oh, yeah, everyone um, everyone goes over there at lunchtime to smoke. And, um, and then uh, he'd tell us that he sent us all there and we'd all go somewhere else. So how is that different from the prefect? Because the prefects more have assigned duties, but like, you know, think in political terms. <laughs> um, so your head boy would be your, your, your president or prime minister. Right? Okay. And your prefects would just be uh, like uh, local councilmen. Schools in this country are really creepy. <laughs> um, all the buildings are still holdovers from Victorian times yeah. and they scare the crap out the of me. A very, very fine line between what a prison looks like and what a school looks they like. They are very spooky. And also sometimes what a pub look, looks like. And I'm into spooky, but C- I won't go in unless I absolutely have to. Because the energy coming off them is just weird. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the ones in this this city, because they're all the old Victorian ones. Oh, yeah. Full of ghosts. They're super creepy. Riddled. Riddled with the uh, the undead. Or the dead. (laughs) I know. 
We're back to that again. Let's talk more Walking Dead. Let's not. Should we go? We've come full circle. (laughs) All right. um, Listen up this week. We've got a... Uh, an exciting collab that we haven't 100% confirmed yet, so I won't oh, say, yeah. but just we've got lots of fun surprises coming up this week. Yeah. And we've got our Sister Wives coverage, so listen out for that. Follow us on socials at Blady Day on face, uh, excuse me, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, join the Blady Day Bays, mm. B-A-E-S, on Facebook if you are so inclined or email us at... Kind of a gorgeous little community there, isn't it? People are very funny. They're much funnier than us. They're very... Can we kick the funny ones They're out? wonderful. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> think that'll go over well. Yeah. All right. In the immortal words of our dear... Newly appointed councilman. See us soon! <laughs>